The American Council of the Blind presents ACB Reports, a monthly news magazine featuring topics of interest to people who are blind or have low vision. I'm Mike Duke. This month... The Hadley Institute for the Blind and Visually Impaired has a new look on its website and a new approach to education. And the annual DC Leadership Conference and Legislative Seminar will be virtual this year. Welcome to ACB Reports for February 2021. The annual conference and convention of the American Council of the Blind will be held virtually from July 16th through 23rd, 2021. The theme is ACB, Better Together Wherever We Are. This theme certainly exemplifies the virtual nature of our conference. We may not be together in person, but we are together through our virtual connections. Listen for more information about the 2021 Conference and Convention of the American Council of the Blind during future editions of ACB Reports. Julie Tai, spelled T-Y-E, is the president of the Hadley Institute for the Blind and Visually Impaired in Winnetka, Illinois. During last year's conference and convention of the American Council of the Blind, she discussed the changing role of the Hadley Institute for the Blind in the education process and described some of its many offerings. I used to think when I thought Hadley, well, you know, there's it's courses you can take and all this really cool stuff that you could do to increase your education and work towards degrees. And that was all really great, but I got really excited when Hadley started having podcasts. They've done some amazing podcasts that have just been really fun and exciting to participate in, to talk to us a little bit about the Hadley Institute for the Blind and Vision Impaired from Winnetka, Illinois. Please welcome Hadley President Julie Tai. Thank you, Denise. Hello, everybody. We really have sort of reinvented Hadley. Um, uh, it's been exactly one week now since we've launched our brand new platform. This is the culmination of about three years of research um, and effort to understand the needs of the people that we serve. And when we began this process about three years ago, what we realized is a couple of things. One is that we really weren't engaging with our students. We now call them learners. Our model of teaching was very pedagogical, very based in how kids learn. And we don't teach kids, we help adults. So we needed to learn more about how do adults learn? And more importantly, how do they learn from a distance? So we, we looked at best practices in adult learning, best practices in distance learning. You'll see that we incorporated many of those elements into what we do now. But more importantly, what we discovered is that we really weren't drawing from the population that really now needs us the most, which are older adults who are new to vision loss um, as a result of age-related diseases such as MACD, diabetic retinopathy, um, et cetera. Um, so we wanted to reach that population. Um, and I just I do have to say this is not at the expense of the population we've always served. This is a, a both-and situation. It's not a zero-sum game. Uh, so we're looking to, to broaden our impact. And again, aiming for that, that older individual. What we really wanted to do was provide very, very practical help for people who are new to vision loss. So you'll see as I take you through the platform how we're doing that. And Denise, thank you for um, mentioning the podcasts. 
And we also have a series of discussion groups, about 10 discussion groups every month on different topic areas from gardening to cooking, writing, use of technology. Uh, What we heard when we started really listening to our learners is that not only do they want to connect with Hadley, they want to connect with each other. Um, So we put in a lot of effort to help make that happen through these discussion groups in particular. All of the discussion groups and the podcasts are housed on the website. Um, There are also transcripts and audio files that are available so that they're permanently. You can go in at any time and, and take a look. So for those of you who can see the screen, and and I will describe this, um, what you'll see is a a site that does not have clutter. We really want to make this as appealing and visual as possible. Very little text on the screen, but there is an image of uh, an older woman. She's African-American, she has white curly hair, and she's grinning broadly. And the reason we wanted to put that image up here is that we wanted older adults who come to the site to see themselves in that image. And that's exactly the feedback we got. People said, oh, I I can relate to her. She looks capable. By seeing her image, I I think that there probably is something here for me at Hadley. And then the tagline on the site is expand your sights, learn, connect, thrive. We wanted to have a message of hope. Um, And the feedback we got is that we did achieve that. There's very little opportunity to navigate around the site at the beginning. Um, We give you just really one option, and that is to get started. So when one presses the get started button, the first page that comes up is it gives you the ability to choose your contrast. So black on white, white on black, yellow on black, and yellow on blue. And I'm going to click on the yellow on blue, and you'll see that the contrast changes immediately. Uh, The next page gives you the opportunity to change your font size. And when we tested this uh, with older adults, almost everybody chose the largest size. So you'll see the screen now changes immediately to your preferences. So then we ask you, what would you like to learn today? There are four topic areas here, daily living, technology, working, and Braille. So I'm going to click on the daily living button. And again, you'll see right away a go to results button. So when we click on that, a series of uh, workshops appears. Um, So the first one that comes up is safety basics series. There's a cooking series, labeling, organizing your closet, how to stay connected, cleaning your home, um, organizing your home, makeup. So there's personal men's care um, and women's care. And I'm just going to go scroll back up here and click on the safety basics series. So in this series, there are three workshops, how to build an emergency contact list, how to put together a disaster kit, and then just some basic fire safety. So I'm going to click on the disaster kit. And then what you see comes up is a big button that says play sample. So right away, you know that this isn't going to be the full content, um, but you're going to get a, a, a glimpse. And I'm going to go ahead and play that. Imagine waking up to the sound of a siren, an alarm on your mobile phone, a police officer banging on your door, a fire, a storm, or a flood is heading your way, and you have to get out fast. You don't have time to think, and you certainly don't have time to plan. You only have time to grab a few items as you rush to evacuate. Now, what you take with you can make a huge difference in your safety and even your chances of survival. 
For many of us, our evacuation supplies are all over the place, and the chances of finding and packing... All right, so I'm going to stop it here because we, we don't have a lot of time. But this section is about two minutes long. At the one-minute mark, we go away from the video, and it, it transfers um, to a video and audio of Ed Haynes, our chief program officer, um, introducing you to Hadley. And, and at that point, in order to proceed with the site, we do ask you to sign up. So we just want your email address, your name, uh, your relationship to vision loss, and how you heard about Hadley. So we'll be able to capture a lot more information about who's coming to Hadley. But now you'll see is, um, as I scroll down, there is a button to get the transcript for this particular workshop, as well as additional resources that you can access. And pretty much every workshop has both of those options. And then you'll see, as you continue to scroll down, ask the experts. We have six um, learning experts who work in, the, in our independent living module, and you have the opportunity to interact with them. You can do that in three ways. Um, you can call them by phone, uh, you can send an email, or you may have noticed this help button on every screen. You can actually send a chat. You can chat with an expert. So that's available five days a week from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Central Time. So you can navigate the site completely on your own if you want to, or you can interact with an expert, completely up to you. So I'm gonna close this, I'm gonna go back because I'm really excited about what we did with the Braille workshops. So right now we have basic Braille by sight, a reading series and a writing series. So these are obviously for visual learners, so family members of people who are blind or professionals. And this series is different from the instructional video because this is actually interactive. So there are eight workshops in the reading series and we literally just break it down by letters, numbers. Um, first workshop is letters A through J. Hadley presents Basic Braille, letters A through J. This is the Braille cell. It has six dots. Letters are formed using combinations of these dots. This is A, dot one. Select the dot for A. So now you see you actually interact with the work. Yes, this is the letter A. We've built in some gamification, and the feedback that we get is that people really like this. For those of you who may have taken our original introduction to Braille course, you might remember that that took like six to nine months to complete. And in fact, most people never did complete it. There were about 26 pages of text before you even got to your first letter. Here, you can jump in right away. And for folks who are motivated enough, you can learn basic Braille in a weekend. Um, so very, very accessible, very manageable. And we're excited about rolling this out. Our goal is to reach more people and increase Braille literacy in the country. Um, so many times as I showed this to people along the way, um, I heard people say, you know, I've, I started learning Braille, but I stopped. Now I can go back and, and learn it on my own. So we're really happy about that. So as I said, um, please take a look, go to the site, hadley.edu. It's a very different experience. And give us feedback. Tell us what works. Tell us what doesn't work. Um, and you'll see as you go to a workshop, when you complete a workshop, a feedback pops up right away. I do have one question about your technology classes. In conclusion, you can mention this. Phil from Georgia wanted to know about the number of technology classes you have and if you're planning on adding in additional classes. I can't even tell you the number but it's certainly close to 100, if not more. And yes, we will continue to add. 
Um, we're hoping to do a series on smart homes to help educate people on how to use smart devices to navigate. And not only are the workshops in technology, but there's a monthly discussion group for technology. And we do have a couple of podcasts that address it. So, you know, and when you click on, when you go to the site, and you click on a topic area, um, all of those different media will pop up. That was Julie Tai, president of the Hadley Institute for the Blind and Visually Impaired in Winnetka, Illinois. Learn more at hadley.edu. From the American Council of the Blind, you're listening to ACB Reports. The annual D.C. Leadership Conference and Legislative Seminar of the American Council of the Blind will be held from February 21st through the 23rd. This year, to no one's surprise, the meeting will be held virtually. Clark Rockfull, Director of Advocacy and Governmental Affairs for ACB, explains. Yes, this year's D.C. Leadership Meetings will be held virtually uh, Sunday, February 21st through Tuesday, February 23rd. Uh, we are building upon, as Mike mentioned, the, the success of the virtual conference and convention. Oh, it seems, Mike, it seems so long ago, but it was just last July in 2020, as well as the success of the community events that have been taking place throughout 2020. So we're going to hold this event virtually. It will be done on the Zoom webinar platform, and then, of course, streamed over ACB Radio, where you can access it via the, the A-Lady on the Amazon Echo devices or the ACB Link smartphone app. Uh, and we're also going to try some new things and new ways that we can stream and share the stream over ACB social media and website. So we're taking full advantage of this opportunity to try and reach as many people as we can, and that's certainly one benefit of doing the virtual event. It allows our affiliates and members to have more people attend. So come one, come all. Visit the ACB.org website or give us a call at the National Office to find out how to register for the event. And again, the, the President's Meeting, which will have information to strengthen and better our affiliates and share information from the, the National Office, the ACB staff, as well as ACB leadership and committees on the great work that's happening uh, within ACB on behalf of our members and affiliates. That is on Sunday, February 21st. And then because well, because we can, and because no one has to cram their Hill meetings into a single day to meet with their elected officials, and no one has to catch a flight home, we've actually spread the legislative seminar out over two days. It'll be the, the afternoon of Monday, February 22nd, as well as the afternoon of Tuesday, February 23rd. So we are encouraging our affiliates to spread their Hill meetings out over the remainder of the week. So we don't have to cram them all into a, a single day. So in addition to scheduling those meetings on Wednesday, February 24th, we now have the flexibility to schedule those meetings on Thursday the 25th and Friday the 26th as well. 
So there will be no legislative seminar activities during the uh, Eastern Time morning hours, is that what I'm hearing? Exactly. So we're trying to make the, the schedule work for all of ACB, including those on the, the West Coast and even our loyal listeners there in Hawaii. So the legislative seminar on Monday and Tuesday will kick off with programming beginning at noon. Of course, you can tune in to the webinar or to ACB radio a little bit early, and likely Debbie Hazelton and Tony Stevens will be welcoming you uh, in getting everyone set for the day's activities. Uh, but we'll start at noon East Coast time, and we'll go throughout the afternoon to roughly you know 5.30 Eastern time each day. And included within those two days of programming, we will have programming focusing on transportation, the full life cycle uh, of someone who is blind, learning, living, and earning with vision loss, with education, rehabilitation, and employment, accessible voting, which was front and center for the nation and many ACB members in 2020, and we're still working to expand voting access here in 2021 as well as digital access and inclusion and health and wellness. So we'll have some partners, whether disability and blindness organizations, corporate partners, uh, government partners, all participating in this programming. And then in our general session, we'll have some great guest speakers as well. So it sounds like a, a very packed session, both from the leadership standpoint on Sunday and the legislative seminar on uh, Monday and Tuesday. And, of course, Hill visits will be virtual as well because no one's going to the Hill right now for that type of visit. Am I correct that it's basically closed to the public or more or less so? More or less, yeah. There's some strict protocols in place. So Hill visits can be done by setting things up with your local congressional offices, your senators and representatives, which you would have to do anyway in order to be on the Hill. Exactly. And that's one of the beautiful things about having this event virtually this year. It provides a great opportunity for new people or more people to become involved with advocacy um, and their affiliate. So if you're interested in being a part of those Hill meetings, reach out to your affiliate leadership to find out ways to get involved. They'll be working to set up those meetings and outlining the roles and responsibilities of participants. And the, the members in Hill staff, they've become very adept at holding uh, meetings over the phone or over Zoom if you want to do it with Zoom audio or even turn on the video if you want. And if you're not comfortable with Zoom, you can always do it by an old-fashioned conference line as well. And as you said earlier, the state and special interest affiliates are saving the cost of air travel, lodging, and so forth. So there will be opportunities, at least, to have many more people participate and, at the very least, observe what some of us have done and seen at these meetings for the number of years that we've all been to them. Uh, the meeting, as you said, begins on February 21st. Is there a registration deadline ahead of time? Yes, the registration deadline is February 16th, 
And you can register by visiting the, the acb.org website and clicking on the link for the D.C. leadership meetings. Or you can call the, the ACB 1-800 number and speak with someone in the national office to get registered for the event. So when you register, then you will later receive the Zoom information that you will need to participate by way of Zoom or by way of the telephone. And I'm assuming there will be some program materials distributed electronically also. So we'll have the, uh, the Zoom link and dialing instructions shared with those who register. And that's just to keep the security and integrity of the Zoom webinars. And then we will also share electronic read-ahead materials, including our legislative imperatives uh, and background materials prior to the start of the legislative seminar. In terms of uh, other advocacy issues, is there anything that you can or want to talk about in terms of the advocacy work in general that you are doing either in D.C. or, or elsewhere at this point? I really view the, the legislative seminar as an opportunity to build upon the advocacy success of ACB and our members throughout 2020. It was a, a challenging year, but ACB and our members uh, were up to the challenge. And if it wasn't for our affiliates and our members, we would not have seen all of the positive growth in terms of accessible voting opportunities for individuals throughout the country, as well as uh, maintaining access and what's afforded to us by our rights in terms of equal access to education, as well as workplace accommodations, so that folks were able to continue learning, continue earning, and maintaining employment throughout this difficult year. So here we are, fast forward. Some may think it feels like we're repeating or still in 2020, but we have a new administration, we have a new Congress, and this is our opportunity to reintroduce them to ACB and our priorities. So those priorities and issues that we've been strong advocates for in the past include equal access to transportation and public right-of-ways uh, with environmental access, expanding digital access and inclusion, uh, whether that's greater access to websites, government programs, and certainly in the health and wellness space, working to create more accessible exercise and fitness equipment, more accessible healthcare, uh, IT infrastructure and electronic health records, patient portals, things like that. So I think the folks will not be surprised when they see the legislative imperatives because it will fall into these tracks of programming, these buckets that we are continuing to work on in these subject areas that we are maintaining our focus as an organization and as members. And, you know, you, you say the new administration, and, of course, that's true, a new administration in the White House, but a number of affiliates will also be dealing with new congressmen and, in some cases, new senators. So, it's new down to the congressional and legislative level, and all the more reason for people from all affiliates to participate so that especially the new people involved learn who we are. 
Absolutely. And we want to build and nurture and grow those relationships, not only with our elected officials, but also their staff members. The staff's the ones that they do all the hard work anyway, right? So we want to make sure that ACB and our members are front of mind when they are crafting policies that could have a, a broad impact on the disability communities as well as all other Americans. And it also drives home the point of how important relationships are because for the affiliates and members who have strong ties with their local community, it's always possible that the folks you're working with on the local level will eventually become elected officials that you're working with on the national level. So always good to build, grow, and nurture those relationships because you, you never know where people might wind up. And we certainly want ACB and our members to be represented and have a voice no matter who is crafting the policies. We're pretty confident that we're, we're pulling together a slate of programming that will be compelling for our members and our broader audience. And we really do want to encourage folks to register and join us, whether you're listening and participating over Zoom or soaking it all in by listening over ACB Radio, YouTube Live, Facebook Live. Be a part of the conversation and help spread the word about life with vision loss and the great things that ACB are doing. That was Clark Rockful. Director of Advocacy and Governmental Affairs for the American Council of the Blind. Visit acb.org for more information about the D.C. Leadership Conference and Legislative Seminar. You've been listening to ACB Reports, heard on radio information services nationwide and throughout the world on acbradio.org. ACB Reports is produced at Radio Reading Service of Mississippi, a service of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Contact the American Council of the Blind online at acb.org or phone 800-424-8666. Thanks for listening, and please join us again next month for another ACB Reports.